You are listening to a listener favorite on Wife Teacher Mommy, the podcast. How to write sub plans and bonus content. Can I take a day off? I wanted to dive a little bit more into how you can possibly believe that you can take a day off, whether or not you have any certain number of subs. And then we're re-airing our number two podcast episode from 2022, so you can give it a listen. Let's go. you're here listening to Wife, Teacher, Mommy, the podcast today. I'm your host, Kelsey Sorensen, a former elementary teacher turned homeschool mom. Whether you are a teacher or a homeschool parent, my goal at Wife, Teacher, Mommy is to provide you with both teaching ideas and mindset tools to help you live your absolute best teacher life. Be sure to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss an episode. Now let's go. Hey again, friend. This is actually the second time I'm recording this. (laughs) I just figured I'd admit that because I started recording it the first time and I was just like, you know what? I feel like I can do better at getting my point across with this information. So take two. Hopefully this is the one. Okay. So this is a top episode again from near the beginning. Well, when I started this podcast, so it was episode six and it is our second most downloaded episode that is a solo episode, which is what I'm doing with these listener favorites. And, but I wanted to share a quick caveat before I share this episode, because this episode, I really get in deep. I share tons of information. And if I remember correctly, it was only like a 15 minute episode. There's so much just crammed in there, everything you need to know about planning for a sub. But I feel like For some teachers, there's more than just the planning when it comes to taking a day off. There's a lot of mindset around it that I feel like is super important to talk about. And what I've noticed when we, you know, because we'll do like Facebook ads or social media posts about like our free sub planning starter kit or our sub plans that like 60,000 teachers have used and loved. And we'll get comments about it like, oh, I can't take a day off because there's a sub shortage or like, I can't do this. There's a sub shortage. And what I wanted to share is that I know that this is such a challenge for so many teachers. And I really do believe it's because they're thinking this, that they can't take a day off. But when you look around, there are lots of other teachers who are buying the sub plans. They are taking a day off and they're able to do what they need to, to take care of themselves. And I just feel like that's so important. And so I talked about this a bit in episode 37, which was called, it's easier to just go to school sick, or is it? I recommend giving that one a listen. But I recently announced that I've been working on my own life coach service certification. So I've been like someone who's been coached for a while. I hired the amazing Chrissy Nichols to come do some coaching in Wife Teacher Mommy Club. But now I am really fulfilling a lifelong dream. Well, not lifelong, but I guess since 2020 dream and which feels like lifelong, right? 2020. (laughs) 
um, in becoming a coach myself. And now that I am knee deep in learning these coaching tools and mindset strategies myself, I have some additional insights and ways of thinking and talking about mindset and really even this concept of taking a day off that I want to share with you today. And honestly, part of why I'm doing it is because something I really, really selfishly want, and that is really never actually fully going to happen, is I want every teacher to believe that they can take a sick day. And for you listening, I want you to believe that you can take a day off whenever you need it, for a mental health day or for a vacation or whatever, because I believe you earn these days off and you should be able to use them no matter what. That is my personal thought, my personal belief. But let's talk a little bit about the model. So the model is one of the tools that I am learning in my life coaching certification. I've talked about it on the podcast a couple of times, and basically it comes down to this five-step framework. And we talked about this. Um, Chrissy did a huge lesson about it and a full coaching call that is on the podcast. I don't remember the episode number, but it was called the five-step framework that will change the way you think about teaching in life. And that is not an exaggeration. It totally changed my life, which is why I made a huge investment in learning even more about these tools. But basically, what the model says is that everything in life falls into one of these five categories, either a circumstance, a thought, a feeling, an action, or a result. So let's talk a little bit about each one. So a circumstance is neutral. So it's not positive. It's not negative. It could be proven in a court of law and people might have different thoughts about it. And that's why it is neutral. So thoughts are what we think about the neutral circumstance. It is our thoughts about the circumstance that create our feelings that drive our actions, that create our results that we see in our lives. And so often we think it's the circumstance that creates those feelings and results. But as you dive into this model, you'll be able to kind of see everything in a whole new way. It's really fascinating. I'll have to do another whole episode about it. But what we're just going to look at today is a model of what a hypothetical teacher might be thinking or feeling and whatnot about taking a day off from school. So this hypothetical teacher, let's call her Melissa. Why not? Okay, so Melissa is thinking there are X number of subs available in our district. Let's say there are 20 available subs in our district, okay? And she's thinking, I can't take a day off because we don't have subs. She's feeling defeated about this. She, in her action, she doesn't prepare sub plans, so she goes to school sick. And by doing that, she's creating the result that she is not taking a day off. And now most of us were thinking that it is the circumstance that there are only 20 subs in our district that are keeping us from taking a day off. But we know that cannot be true because there might be a teacher down the hall who also knows that there are 20 subs in their district, but she's like, um, well, that's not my problem. <laughs> like I earned these days off, I'm gonna take it. And then there might be another teacher next door to you who is like, let's say there's a thousand subs in your district. And yet she's still not taking a day off because she's like, oh, it's way too hard to do sub plans. Or another teacher, the next one over, she just has major anxiety about taking a day off. She's like, oh no, that means I have to make a phone call and make somebody disappointed. So there are just so many things that go into this. So we know that the circumstance of only 20 subs is not the reason she's taking a day off. This hypothetical teacher named Melissa, it is the fact that she is thinking, I can't take a day off because we don't have subs. And that's causing her to feel defeated, which is driving her to not prepare sub plans and go to school sick. So she's not taking a day off. Plain and simple, that is why she's not taking that day off, right? And there's not anything gone wrong in this scenario. If that's what she wants to do, if that's what she feels good about, I'm not saying anything bad about this hypothetical teacher named Melissa. She has a very good heart and there's nothing wrong with that. 
And you may even relate to this. You might be like, oh my goodness, that's me. Or maybe you have a different thought, which leads to a different feeling, which drives a different action and may create the same result or a different result. But basically what I want to show you is kind of what I explained about this model, that it was her thought driving it and not the circumstance of there only being 20 subs. There are some other thoughts that you could take. You could try them on like clothes, big. does this thought fit me? And you might reject it right away. If your brain is like, no, I can't believe that, then it's not going to be a useful thought for you. But if you're thinking, I deserve to take a day off, or it is better for me to recover so I can be fully present for my students, or even if there isn't a sub, my class will be okay. You might even have to kind of bridge that thought. Like if you can't believe I deserve to take a day off, you could even think, I am considering that I might deserve to take a day off baby step your way there. And I think these are still really important thoughts to try on. Remember, try them on like clothes and see if they work for you. Some might work for you, some might not. And aware, but really what I want to talk about now that I didn't dive into in episode 37 when we talked about this concept is that you, maybe you don't even have to make changes right away. It's just about having awareness that you are able to make a different choice if you wanted to. So questions to kind of explore and think about. I have a list of open-ended questions for you. These are open-ended on purpose. It's something for you to think about and get your brain thinking about if you should take a day off or not during a sub shortage. So my first question for you is whose responsibility is it to bear the brunt of a sub shortage? Question two, why? Why is it their responsibility? Three, what are some ways that I have earned a day off? Question four, what are some reasons that would for sure be a valid reason to take a day off? Question five, if it wasn't the sub shortage, what is another reason I'm telling myself that I can't take a day off? Number six, if I did believe that I could take a day off, why would I think that? So take some time to think about these questions, write down your thoughts, talk to a teacher friend about it, post in our Wife Teacher Mommies Unite Facebook group and talk about it if you're struggling with taking a day off. And I know I said I selfishly want for you is to believe you can take a day off. And, you know, again, that is a selfish want of mine that I can't make true for everybody. That's just not going to happen. I just would love for you to feel like you deserve it. But it's, again, completely in your control. And for some teachers, maybe you're already there. You're like, Kelsey, I'm already using my sub days. Let's just get to like how I can make that easier. And others may want to be there and they're just not. Again, totally okay. Nothing's gone wrong here. And if you're getting comfortable with the idea of taking a sub day, or if you're already taking them, this episode will help you with that preparation piece. And maybe as you soak up the information about how to prepare for a sub, it'll help make things just a bit easier when you do take a day off, or if there's a time you come around to it, or if there's an emergency or whatever. Okay, so now that we've talked about that, let's get into today's listener favorite episode from 2022, How to Write Sub Plans. Hello, hello, teacher friend. If you're listening today as this episode drops, I hope you're having an amazing Friday. Doesn't Friday always feel so great? And if you're listening later and it's not Friday, don't worry, Friday will come. (laughs) But before we really dive in today, I have a quick announcement to share. We've had a lot of exciting things happening over at Wife Teacher Mommy lately, such as adding life coaching to Wife Teacher Mommy Club, releasing this podcast, and now the final one in these last few months of exciting new things is our live event, live virtual event, Educate and Rejuvenate. It is going to be such a great time. We have an amazing speaker lineup, and I am just so excited to share it with you next week. Ticket registration will be open. Tickets are only going to be $5. 
It is an incredible deal for everything you will get. So make sure to head to the show notes and you will find the link to a wait list where you will be the first to know when the tickets go live. And be sure to also follow us on Instagram at Wife Teacher Mommy because we'll be sharing lots of information about the event over there as well. Okay, now let's get to the show. Okay, so today on the podcast, I'm going to be talking on a subject that I'm really well known for here at Wife Teacher Mommy, which is subplans. I talked about it on episode two of the podcast. I'm really excited to be talking about it again today. But I will also be doing a full session going over absolutely everything for subplanning during Educate and Rejuvenate this summer. So if you find this episode helpful, definitely be sure to check out that event in the show notes. And I really hope to see you there. I feel like subplanning is as important of a topic as ever because things are a bit different now than when I started writing ready to go subplans and binders back in 2014. While there has always been a sub shortage here or there in some places, there is one unlike ever before now, which we discussed in episode two of the podcast and how you shouldn't feel guilty about sub shortages. So this episode is kind of a follow-up to that one where we are going to dig in even deeper on how to write your actual sub plans themselves so your sub will love you and keep wanting to come back to your classroom again and again. Because even in a sub shortage, there are still some subs, and if you can get those ones to prioritize your classroom, you're going to have a much easier time finding a sub. Because let me tell you, as a sub, these things make a big difference. When I had my oldest child, I took a break from teaching to sub while being home with him instead of working full-time. So I know a lot about that substitute side of things. I subbed at local schools, and there were times where not enough plans were left. One time, I actually thought I had no plans, and I was kind of in a panic. But then I did find them later. Lesson learned that you should make your plans easy for your sub to find. But really, teachers who left good, solid plans, and if I knew I could depend on them, those are the teachers I would say yes to any day. So how exactly do you write sub plans that will keep your subs coming back? Well, first, there are two main parts that you'll want to make sure that you have as a part of your emergency sub planning, your sub plans and your sub binder. Now, some people use these terms interchangeably, but here at Wife Teacher Mommy, here is the definition of these two things. So your sub binder is a binder full of information about your class. So this would include things such as a class list, seating chart, all the schedules, anything like that. And then your sub plans are the actual teaching content that you leave that includes like the lessons and the activities, grade level content. So those are the difference between those two things. Okay, so first let's talk about what you should include in your sub binder. You will want to include things such as all of your school schedules. And this includes like all the different variations that a sub might run into. So like your regular schedule, but if you have an alternate schedule, like for a short day, or a special schedule, you'll want to include those as well. Then you'll want to include info about school and staff. So are there staff members that they should know about, people who they could go to if they need help? Then you'll want to include information about your class that they'll need to know. So classroom info, like where are things located? How many kids are in your class? All of that. Then you'll want to make sure you also include a class list so they know all of the kids that are in your class, they can take attendance, all of that jazz. You'll want to include any information about students who might get pulled out of class so they know what to expect there. And then any behavior management things they might need to know about, like if you have an individual student on any sort of contract or anything. 
You'll also want to include any student health info or any other needs that a sub might need to know about. Next, you'll want to include any class rules and behavior management strategies. As a sub, I really found it helpful when I knew the attention prompts that the teacher used in the classroom. So include those there. If you have regular ones you use that the kids know, that will be very helpful for your sub. And then how you run transitions. If you have the sub transitioning at all, you'll want to make sure you include that too. And then, of course, procedures for things such as arrival and dismissal, attendance, bathroom, lunch, assembly, lockdown, fire, when there's indoor recess, what would they do? Things like that that will help your sub be prepared whatever situation they might find themselves in. And then also, I love to include a little form for the sub to fill out. This way, they'll more likely leave notes, and I leave that in the sub binder about how did their day go. I like to have little emojis on it so they can circle kind of like overall, how did the day go? And then they can list like students who did really well, students who struggled, what in the plans they got to, what they didn't, things like that. And then if you want to include even more in your subminder, like for example, if you're going on long-term leave or if you just want even more detail that your sub might want to know, you can include a tour of your classroom, like with some pictures of where things are. You could include student profiles about your students, like have a picture of each one. This can help with, you know, the stereotypical like kids saying a different name or whatever. This can help them put a name to a face and know any of the things that that student might need. You can put your class job so that your sub will know what they're supposed to be doing. You can include how students get home, bus information. All things like this are great to go in your sub binder. Okay, next let's talk about your sub plans. So remember, these are the lesson plans and the student activities. For the lesson plans, I like those to be clearly laid out of what you want the sub to do and what you want the students to do. So easy step-by-step instructions, but no more than one page since your sub will not have a lot of time to read it. So we want to keep it short and concise. A lot of times as a sub, I would have students silent read at the beginning while I looked over the plan. So that's a good routine to set in place for your class if they're old enough. So make sure your plans are short enough that your sub can completely understand them with only about 10 minutes to look over all of them. And that said, it really is great to leave actual lesson plans for your sub. I myself, and I've heard from other subs, that they actually do like to teach. Contrary to what some people might say that subs don't like to teach, they do. And they want to actually do meaningful things with your class. So you can, if you're able to plan ahead and include some actual lesson plans, so it's not just a busy workday, it'll be great for your students and great for your sub. Now, for your student activities, you'll want to include those as well. So the actual worksheets or graphic organizers, games, any materials that will be needed for the day, put these together in a subtub. And if you're able to do that ahead of time, it will make it so you don't even have to stress when you need to call in sick. You just have the subtub, have it somewhere in your classroom clearly labeled so you wouldn't even have to come in and the sub would be able to find it. Like I said, it's very important that it's easy for them to find so your sub doesn't end up in a panic thinking there's nothing but you can have it somewhere very clearly labeled so they can find that. Now, a quick note about subplans needing to be what you would be teaching that day. Now, I can see that being the case if it's a planned absence, but here's the thing. We're talking about emergency subplans. So we're talking about like, you are sick last minute. You shouldn't have to be writing these lesson plans and making sure it's exactly what they would have done if you were there that day. It's okay. Your class will be okay if they do the subplans you've prepared ahead of time. And honestly, it might even be better learning activities because we're able to actually put in the prep than just like scrambling last minute. It might be even better that way. 
And if you need help getting your subbinder and your subplan started, I have something really awesome that I can't wait to share with you. We have a free subplanning starter kit, and it includes printable and digital activities for pre-K through sixth grade. And these will be great examples of the clear lesson plans and activities that I've been talking about. And you'll also get editable forms that you can use to get started with your subbinder. Our ebook, Sub Planning Made Simple, which really walks through our full process for sub planning and so much more. So make sure to grab that. I will link to it in the show notes. Okay, now some other things you want to include in your sub plans. It's a great idea to have some kind of behavior management strategy in place specifically for when you have a sub. So a couple ideas. One of them is to have a word of the day. And what you would do is have your sub or you pick a word that they will spell out throughout the day and they will get one letter for whenever the sub deems that they've earned it. And then you'll have some sort of incentive that if they are able to spell out the full word, they will get that. And if you want something to make that really easy, I mean, you could just do it with writing on the board, but we do have a really fun little packet that can help you with setting that up. Another great idea is substitute punch cards. So all you would need is to print out these cards and your students will have them and then have a whole punch for your sub. And this is a great individual one. The word of the day, there might be certain kids who are acting up, but other kids are doing great. And actually those are included in the free sub planning starter kit. So make sure that you grab that. And then another great thing to do is leave a thank you note for your sub. This will make them feel super appreciated and everyone loves a thank you. And we have some printable thank you cards available in that free kit. So make sure you grab it because you'll get all the essentials in that free starter kit. And if you want me to do all of the planning for you, because let's face it, sub planning is no fun at all. You can grab our full sub plans, binders, and sub planning resources in the show notes as well. We have printable and digital sub plans for pre-K through six screens. They're for all subjects. We have departmentalized too. And then we have monthly themed sub plans maternity leave subplans, and so much more. And really over 50,000 teachers have purchased and used our subplans. They are tried and tested in so many classrooms. Teachers love them. So it's it's a great way to get your subplanning done. Okay, so let's recap. The two main parts to your subplans are your subbinder, which is a binder full of all the information your sub needs to know about their class at their fingertips, and your subplans, which are clear lesson plans and activities organized in a subtub. And then be sure to also think about a behavior management tool and include a thank you for your sub. Having all of these things will make your sub and your class have such a smooth and successful day while you're away. And this will keep your subs coming back. So even in a sub shortage, you can at least know that your classroom is a top priority for the subs that you know. For help getting started with all of this, don't forget to sign up for that free sub planning starter kit in the show notes. And if you found this episode helpful, there's a lot more content where this came from. Don't forget to sign up for the waitlist for Educate and Rejuvenate this summer. It's going to only be five bucks and tickets will go live next week. So do not miss out. Head on over to the show notes and sign up for the waitlist. And I will see you next week. If you're enjoying this podcast, be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you're ready to take the next step with me, then you are going to love Wife Teacher Mommy Club. Our top-selling resources for pre-K through sixth grades have been used and loved by tens of thousands of teachers. And the club gives you one-click access to all of them to meet the needs of every child you teach while saving tons of time. 
Plus, you'll have our certified life coach in your back pocket with several monthly workshops and an Ask a Coach portal you can use 24-7. The combo of resources and coaching is our secret sauce to your best teacher life. Think of my team and I as your personal team, doing the lesson planning for you and on the sidelines coaching you and cheering you on as you focus on what you do best, impacting the children you teach. Plus, if you're loving this podcast, you'll also have access to our private podcast, Just for Members, where I continue the conversation with all of our guests with members-only bonus episodes. And don't forget the club with VIP access to Educate and Rejuvenate, our summer conference, and our private Facebook community full of like-minded educators supporting each other. You do so much for everyone else, so it's time to invest in yourself. Your teacher friends' jaws will drop when they see just how quickly you finish your planning not to mention the glow of the happier, more fulfilled you. Head on over to wifeteachermommyclub.com to learn more.